This podcast is provided by Nana Regional Corporation and the Nana family of companies. My name is Laura Oranga Dugafri, and my new back name is Kayoktuk, and I technically wasn't named after anybody, but my great-grandmother, uh, Rika Belts from Kotzebue, named my brother and I Kayoktuk, which means fox, because we are into everything. I was actually born in France. Uh, my mother did a lot of traveling. She met a Frenchman, and that's how my brother and I came along. But anyway, um, my grandmother is the late Laura May Belts Burke from Kotzebue, and my mother is Deborah Burke. I was born in a small town called Schacht. Last time I was there was when I was born, so it's been a while. My father's family is from the island of Corsica, and so I've actually visited Corsica, um, which is a beautiful island off of the coast of Italy, and I did go visit them a few years ago and visited that side of the family. Uh, do you want to go ahead and tell us a little bit about where you studied, uh, your job at Nana, and how long you've been here? Yeah, um, I studied at the University of Anchorage, Alaska. That's where I got my bachelor's from, but I actually studied at <laughs> Portland um, Community College where I got my two-year associates, but then I transferred to Portland State University, and I didn't like the class sizes, and I realized I was like, what did I wanted to do, and I've always wanted to work for Nana, so I decided to come back to Alaska, and I got my degree in uh, sociology and Native Alaskan studies, and I actually interned here um, two times, and that's when I was introduced into the communications department because I didn't go to school for communications, and I started here three years ago when they had an opening for a communications specialist after I graduated college. So you often say that you are taught technical writing, but not yes. creative writing. Yes. It's so coming into hard. communications, that was probably a big swing for you. My hardest thing is writing, which is funny because that's what I do for a living. <laughs> if you want to go ahead and tell us about your first internship with Nana, you know, where it was, your title, what stuck with you most from that experience, like what you kind of still take from it today. So I was the intern for the interns, I believe that was five years ago. So I was there first, um, they needed an intern for their college support program so I was their intern and what I did was I pretty much just set up all the activities for the interns weekly activities weekly programs um, outreach social media and all that and my second internship I did was at Akama um, in the Herndon office in the Herndon office yeah so my first one was here in Anchorage mm -hmm. and my second one was in the Herndon office and I was an HR um, intern and I pretty much just floated around the whole HR department every two weeks. I just did something new. And that, when I was actually at, um, in Herndon when I, got, um, when I applied for the job here for the communication specialist. And so when I returned, one week later, I started full-time here. So you really had no break between? No, not at all. <laughs> what would you say you learned from your internships the most? Like what practices or experiences really shaped your work ethic now? Um, well, what I learned the most from the internship was actually a lot about Nana in general. Um, you can read about Nana on the website and the books, but I mean, working for Nana, you learn not just about Nana, but your own family because every like Nana is a family. But I mean, I didn't know a lot about my new backside, but working here, they kind of taught me. Well, not taught me, but they told me stories of my great grandmother and my grandmother who I never had the chance to meet. And it's kind of nice to have that connection when you you never really had that prior. But I also learned, you know, a nine to five job. Like I never really had mm -hmm. that kind of desk job before. So they teach you um, office etiquette. Um, they teach you how to interact with people, how to be professional. Uh, I mean, 
there's so many things that I've learned while working here. So we all make mistakes. You know, send a wrong email to a different person, which I just did last week. Oh, I did that too. Forget about something. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about a time of that you made like your first real mistake. At work? Yeah. Oh, man. There's so many. <laughs> There's not that many. Um, well, my first big mistake was I posted something on social media that I didn't like really um, proof very well, and it was like a big misspelling. And it was funny because my boyfriend at the time was the one that pointed it out. He called me. He's like, you need to change your Facebook. And I'm like, oh, no, because it was the Nana Facebook. So that was my biggest first mistake, I guess. And that was the most embarrassing one. Mm-hmm. But then it just happened so often that <laughs> <laughs> I feel okay now. <laughs> it's a minor issue now. <laughs> It doesn't happen that often. But, yeah, um, that's pretty embarrassing when that kind of happens. I'm sure we've all been there. <laughs> I know I definitely have. Uh, what would you say your favorite memory from your internship experience was? Oh, man. You know, I really encourage people to get out of their comfort zone and going to Akama to, like, going to Herndon was a big jump, you know, being raised in Alaska. I mean, I was raised here in Anchorage, and I, I can understand how scary it would be for someone in the region to go, but, I mean, that was the best experience, just to be able to go to the museums and do the sightseeing and it's a total different life. and Oh, and like the rainstorms down there are crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, I recommend everybody to do three months because it's just awesome. Especially in the summertime. In the summertime. Yeah. You, and like we went to a baseball game and like I've never been to one of those before and it was really boring. And then, <laughs> I don't know, like it's just really kind of cool. It's just a different culture and different, there's so much history over there. We went to like the original White House, you know, George Washington's house and I just really enjoyed it. What do you do in your spare time? You know, when you're not working, like your family, do you have pets? What are your hobbies? Oh, gosh. I uh, do a lot of cooking. I cook a lot. I love cooking. Um, the second floor used to always compliment me on my baked goods I'd bring in all the time. So I'd bring them in so I wouldn't eat them. So um, they miss that. Like I'd bring quiche and pie and all that kind of good stuff. But uh, I do a lot of cooking and I do a lot of hiking with my two dachshunds. I have two miniature dachshunds that are adorable in my life. And then I run, too, and I do the pub runs here in Anchorage, um, Skinny Raven pub runs. Every Tuesday? Every Tuesday, even in the wintertime. What do your future goals look like? So I know you're talking about looking at master's programs. Yes, so right now I'm trying to figure out what kind of master's program I want to go into. Um, there is a, there's a few programs. Uh, there's, <laughs> oh, actually there's thousands of programs, but I'm trying to look into a program that I can work and um, go to school at the same time. APU is transitioning to a tribal school, so I mean, if I wait, I can see what kind of programs they have. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also, I've been looking at the UAF Rural Development, and they have a master's program, um, and you're you can do it online. So one day I will do that. And so hopefully, I mean, if you want to get anywhere, you need education, and um, I want to. Uh, I don't want to be a specialist forever. What might someone be surprised to know about you? That I never played basketball. Because you're so tall. Yeah. How tall are you exactly? I'm 5'11", oh and I God. never play basketball. Yeah, they call me tall for nothing. Tall for nothing. Yeah, that's what uh, Martha Cervantes nicknamed <laughs> for me once for a while, because I never played basketball, which was funny. Working for Nana, we put a lot of emphasis and on the importance of our any back values. Mm-hmm. Uh, which would you say is the most important to you and why? I think humor. I'm very funny. I'm very funny. <laughs> I love laughing, and I just remember, you know, if you go, if you travel in the region, if you travel actually to any indigenous village or town, there's always so much laughter. Oh, yeah. um, So much joking, and I feel that's a very important thing to have, because people don't need to be serious all the time. 
I'm not a very serious person, so I probably shouldn't go into politics. <laughs> Maybe not the right field. Maybe I should go into politics, you know, crack some jokes. There we go. Lighten the room. <laughs> but what do you think our responsibility as employees of NANA is? I think our responsibilities are, as employees, especially as shareholder employees, is to do the best that we can to improve the lives of our shareholders and our company. If, like, you know, if our company does well, that improves shareholders' lives. But also, you know, if we do well as a shareholder, I mean, it, it works both ways. Yeah, absolutely. Because you, being a, a shareholder employee, we make an income that improves our lives, but also it, it helps us... Um, grow and learn too yeah so you're actually releasing both ends of the spectrum yes. this way yes for sure yes what would you say your favorite aspect of working here is I really like everybody I work with mm-hmm. um and that's as I said like before it's like work it's, it is working with family I mean I have a couple cousins in this building the family if anything happens here people always are first to stand up to like help mm-hmm. um if there's ever a death or is there ever a sickness people will volunteer money time food so I think that's like I've never really had that anywhere else I've ever worked. So I really enjoy the fact that Nana does that. And working here, it is, it's not, it's not like going to work every day nine to five or eight to five. It's it's like well, I mean they are your family, so you spend more time here than at home technically. Yeah, absolutely. So it's not too it's not too bad. What advice do you have to our younger shareholders? My advice is to pay attention in school. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm so serious about that too, because you know I didn't do very well in um, high school. I did. I probably had a C average, and which you know is something not to brag about. But when I went to college, I graduated cum laude because I, you know, like it was. You realize as you get older how serious it is and mm-hmm. how important it is and um, how expensive college is. And so when you're younger, I mean, if you do well, you get free college. It's pretty amazing. Uh, and also, and I also wish I played sports. But uh, anyway, I'm not <laughs> pressuring people to play sports. But I really encourage um, young shareholders to get an education and to also, like, take risks um, when it comes to education. If it might, like, you might have to travel or you might have to go outside of your comfort zone. Um, but, you know, you always have your family at home and they're always, like, you know, a phone call away. You know, take advantage of that. Take advantage of all the opportunities that are given to you when you're young. Because when you get older, it gets harder. It's harder. Like, you know, when you get settled down, it's just a lot harder to be spontaneous. So travel when you're young. Take those internships. Um, study abroad. Um, yeah, brush your teeth. It's just good to take care of yourself. And, and if you don't, if you aren't comfortable, I mean, just start little things. Deku for listening. For more information on internships and job opportunities, please visit nana.com forward slash employment.